This is the Dr. Duke Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dr. Duke Show. I am Dr. Duke, and I'm joined today by Alex Newman. Alex, how are you? Doing great. Thank you very much for having me, Duke. Always nice to talk to you. So uh, we're continuing. We, we actually had a somewhat positive show last week, and we're going to have a somewhat positive show today. It does seem like, I think last week you remember we talked about how kids, middle school, high school kids were starting to fight back in America. They were protesting. They were booing and hissing when they were forced to watch the same LGBTQ Pride Month propaganda in every single class during the day. Unbelievable. Now it seems that corporations, uh, big, faceless corporate entities are starting to feel the pressure amid Pride Month backlash. So not only are corporations paying attention to what's happening to Target and Bud Light, they're also finding, even in the very midst of uh, Pride Month, they're finding that there's a lot of pushback. And so corporations have been put into a difficult corner amid backlash over massive Pride campaigns, especially in markets designed designed and directed at children. A recent report from CNBC showed that companies will have to make difficult decisions in the years ahead in the years ahead. As Breitbart reported, Bud Light has been floundering uh, a floundering brand since it partnered with transgender superstar uh, weirdo Dylan Mulvaney and has been replaced by Modelo uh, as America's number one beer. Now, fair enough to point out that Modelo, I believe, is also an Anheuser-Busch beer, so they're still making money off of that. But doesn't change the fact that not only are kids rebelling, but it seems that the corporations are starting to really rethink their position. Yeah, and it would be foolish not to. In fact, I, I suspect there's going to be an avalanche of shareholder lawsuits in the weeks ahead. I mean, if, if I was a shareholder in any of these evil corporations, and I'm not, but if I was, I would be suing the pants off of these directors for burning up shareholder value. There's no conceivable reason to anger more than half of your customers with this sort of foolishness, with this sort of degeneracy. It serves no legitimate purpose. It destroys shareholder value. It's a flagrant violation of their fiduciary responsibility to the shareholders. And, uh, you know, pleasing Larry Fink at BlackRock and his ESG gurus uh, is not a legitimate reason to destroy shareholder value. So uh, I think all of these people need to be dragged into court. They need to be held accountable. Look, look at all the, the, the market cap that has just evaporated as a result of this foolishness. And uh, anybody can look at the polls. Uh, Americans are very rapidly turning against this degeneracy uh, among, Repu among Republicans. The latest polling data shows just 40% uh, consider um, uh, homosexual relations to be uh, morally acceptable. So, uh, you know, burning your bridges, angering your core constituency and destroying shareholder value, those are not good business policies. And um, I think corporations are learning this the hard way, but they really, I mean, you didn't have to be a genius in business administration to figure out what was going to happen. So there's something else at work here, and I think it needs to be explained in court. Well, it's the same thing in universities and public schools. They, they don't believe that the person purpose of school is actually education, just like these mega corporations don't care about the money. The money doesn't bother them because they're getting social capital. They're getting uh, virtue signaling points for doing this. And even if they lose money, uh, we talked about Anheuser-Busch, who's got all kinds of other properties to make up for with what they're losing with Bud Light. But uh, over and above that, Alex, I think there's something going on that's that's pretty important. You mentioned BlackRock. Uh, the, the, the person in charge of 
BlackRock came out a couple of days ago and admitted publicly that when DeSantis, Governor DeSantis of Florida, where you live, when he pulled back basically $2 billion of capital from BlackRock, that he admitted, had to admit that this really hurt us, that for all of our posturing and all of our trillion dollars in holdings, this was a big loss for us. And so now, of course, he's not committing to changing anything, but he was forced to admit it was a problem. Yep. Uh, and, and of course, it's not just Florida. In fact, I interviewed uh, probably a couple of years ago now uh, and several times since uh, Riley Moore, the treasurer of West Virginia, who was leading a coalition of, I believe, uh, 18 state treasurers who were all divesting from BlackRock, who were putting all these woke mega banks on their uh, list of companies that the state will not do business with. So we're talking about potentially hundreds of billions of dollars worth of outflows from these woke mega banks. Um, and of course, it's not just state governments either. Right. Investors are increasing turning against this. I don't want my retirement funds invested with some lunatic who's going to try to force Target to sell, uh, you know, transgender bathing suits for children. I don't want to have my money invested in some woke uh, beer company that's going to blow up the company and, and uh, burn up shareholder value and shareholder profits um, in pursuit of transgenderism. I mean, th this is absolutely crazy. So these companies, I, I know they think that, uh, you know, it's ironic. Pride goes before the fall. I feel like I've heard that somewhere before. You know, they, they think they're, they're so proud. They think they're untouchable. They're going to learn the hard way that they're not. Yeah, I want to you hit on something really amusing and important. Uh, pride, of course, we've forgotten because we're no longer a Christian country. But pride goeth before a fall, you say, but also pride is the chief of the seven deadly sins. You could make an mm -hmm. argument that every sin, single sin in the world, every kind of sin ultimately comes back to pride, right? That you're putting your will before the will of God. And so uh, the Christians knew this. The Greeks who talked about hubris in their tragedies, they understood this. In fact, every culture in the history of the world, except ours, understood that pride unaccompanied with all the rest of the moral values like humility and generosity and sacrifice, uh, that pride was dangerous and destructive to civilizations. One, uh, one uh, uh, analyst actually pointed out, for instance, the union representing Starbucks, baristas, and dozens of the chain's locations are not letting employees decorate for Pride Month in June, including at least one case where workers were told violence in response to Target's Pride merchandise sparked safety concerns. And now, of course, we know that a group of these unionized baristas are going to walk out to protest the fact that Starbucks just wants to sell coffee, not the LGBTQ anymore. You can't make this stuff up. No, you can't. And, and I know we'll, we'll hit on this a little bit later, too. But uh, there's a huge constituency that also is, is very frequently affiliated with the progressive left, uh, the, the radical left, the Democrat Party that is not happy about this. Right. The, the Islamic constituency, Muslims in America, in Europe, in Canada uh, are absolutely appalled by all this pride stuff. And there are millions of Muslims in the United States and there will be millions more in the years ahead as the Democrats keep trying to ship them in as quickly as possible, hoping to turn them into future Democrat voters. And uh, even even if only a small percentage of them are violent jihadists, yeah, that, that could turn out pretty poorly for a company that has uh, little rainbow flags and is trying to, to push this filth on the children. So there's a lot of complicated factors here, and, and I don't think any corporation with directors, with managers, with any sense would continue going down this road. Uh, it's just bad news on every single front. Yeah, it is a big problem, and it seems to me that the, the, the culture wars swung radically left, not with the schools necessarily, 
But when big corporations started pushing this, even that I mean, everybody knows that governments come and go and, and half half the Democrats don't really trust Biden. However, when Walmart and Nike and, and I, I just name them, Target, Bud Light, when all these major corporations swung that way, uh, I think that did rep irreparable damage because now uh, in all the advertising and all the stores you walked in, the places that you had no choice but to patronize in some issues, some places, uh, they were 100% behind this as well. Still to come, despite losing billions in market share over Target's pride pushing stores, more than a dozen leftist state attorneys excuse me, excuse me, attorney generals signed a letter urging Target and other big companies to stay the course and promote the LGBTQ. Don't listen to the rest of America. We're talking about that next. Today's episode is brought to you by Freedom Project Academy. Take back your kids' education. FPA's fully accredited classical curriculum provides live, on-demand, and homeschool courses built on Judeo-Christian values. Request your information packet and save 10% on tuition by visiting freedomforschool.com. That's freedom, F-O-R, school.com. Back again with Alex Newman. And Alex, we were just talking about in the first segment how there seems to be some corporate pushback against the LGBTQ. Companies are beginning to realize that we didn't mention in the, in the first segment, Disney, who lost $900 million on eight different movies, all targeting woke kids. That's a, even for Disney, that's a huge loss. Not going to probably change the minds of, uh, of Disney uh, leadership, but still, that's a big deal. Meanwhile, you know the left is going to fight back, and they are fighting back. We have this story. Left wing, over a dozen Left leftist state attorneys general are now sign have signed off a on a letter urging Target to continue promoting the LGBTQ movement and suggesting that the retail giant reach out to report any anti-LGBTQ harassment of workers or customers. So when the big government, when the big, the great reset begins to falter, notice what the American government does. They put their thumb on the scale. Yep, it's uh, it's amazing. But, you know, all of the pressure from woke state attorneys general in the world is not going to cause companies to deliberately drive themselves into bankruptcy. Uh, I wonder how much more money Disney's shareholders are going to be willing to lose before they oust the board of directors and say, look, enough is enough. You can only burn up so much of our money before you all end up in court for deliberately destroying the company, for deliberately violating your fiduciary responsibility. Consumers have made it absolutely clear they have no interest in this garbage. And, you know, board of directors, they have a legal obligation, a legal fiduciary duty that requires them to do what's in the best financial interest of shareholders. Listening to some woke Democrat state attorney general is not going to be in the best interest of shareholders. And so these woke state attorneys general can complain and whine and cry all they want. Uh, if these directors want to survive, if they want to keep making their six figure salaries for serving on the board of directors of these woke companies, they're going to have to reverse course or they're gonna end up in court and they're probably gonna be found personally liable because you know there are things that you can say, well, I believe that was in the best interest of shareholders for XYZ reason, but after you lose a billion dollars on a bunch of crummy movies that nobody's gonna watch because you're promoting wokeness, um, you know, you'd have to be brain dead 
to try to continue making that argument. I agree with you. I, now, I would say this, though. Think about what happened in the public schools when uh, parents started to fight back. What happened? The FBI was called in. And that did have a chilling effect on a lot of moms and dads. I mean, it didn't slow down the, the momentum, but it was a, a sign of how far the leftist government of this country is willing to go to stifle any meaningful pushback against their grand globalist scheme. So when the, those, they, they, they may not be enough to counteract the fact these attorneys general, they may not be enough to counteract the loss of money for these great big CEO, CEOs. However, I think there is a huge, what they're basically telling these CEOs, hey, if you're not on our side, we're gonna make it harder for you to do business. And if we find out that by pulling some of this merchandise, we decide that you are targeting trans kids, you may have a big problem with the government. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, I think any jury with any sense, which that, you know, no guarantee that you'll find a jury with any sense in New York or Massachusetts or Washington, D.C., but any jury with any sense w would immediately throw something like this out. Um, you know, it, it does really feel, Duke, I, I think we're very rapidly approaching a backlash of monumental proportions. In fact, we may already be in it. I think you touched on some of the news items and these polling uh, results that are coming out now show that Americans are very rapidly souring on this stuff. So I think it has gone way too far. I think the pendulum is going to have to swing back if society doesn't implode first. Um, you know, it's just it's gone way too far. And, and businesses are learning the hard way. Public schools are learning the hard way. Right. Millions of families have fled these indoctrination centers. Uh, and, and one of the biggest complaints that we're hearing from parents across the country is the sexualization. It's the grooming. Um, and so, you know, I don't know how much longer these institutions think they can keep this up before the whole thing collapses on them. And, and I frankly am very encouraged by this. Take a look at this. this these are the, the left wing attorneys general across the country who are trying to pressure big companies into staying the course in their destructive LGBTQ activism. Are we surprised that Massachusetts, Minnesota, Maine, Nevada, New York, New Jersey, California, Arizona, Connecticut, Delaware, Rhode Island, Vermont, Washington State, Illinois, and the District of Columbia. Are we surprised that they are, not the, they are the ones doing this? Not surprised. And we actually have, this is a note to the chairman. Uh, and CEO of Target. Uh, it's really interesting from June 16th. Dear Mr. Cornell, as attorneys general with a strong commitment to protecting the civil rights of LGBTQIA individuals, we write to express our resolute and unequivocal support for the LGBTQ community as well as our concern regarding recent events in Target stores involving intimidation and destruction of certain pride-related merchandise and Target's resulting decision to remove some pride merchandise. Let me see if I understand this, Alex Newman. So when you burn down buildings and throw rocks through cop car windows and you take down a police district uh, building in Minnesota, this is restorative justice. But when angry parents buy merchandise and then burn it, this is some kind of civil rights violation. Sounds awfully fascist in the double standard to me. 
Oh, it, it, it's fascist to the core. It, it, it is absolutely Nazi-style tactics. But what's interesting, too, here, Duke, is that Republican state attorneys general, well within the bounds of the law, are actually taking action on this front as well. And, and I should say, before we even get to that, on the Target thing, you know, they talk about violence and threats. The only violence and threats against Target actually came from the alphabet crowd. They were mad that Target kind of stepped back a little bit from the brink of destruction and said, well, we're going to kind of hide some of this stuff. We're going to take some of this stuff off the that's when the bomb threats and the threats of violence began. And every single one of them that I saw reported came from the alphabet crew. So, uh, yeah, that's interesting. I, I wonder if these Democrat state attorneys general plan to go after the people who made those threats. It'll be interesting to see. But uh, Republican state attorneys general, and I've spoken with several of them for, for news reports I've done for various publications, um, they are actually investigating very, very serious violations of the law, including by BlackRock and some of the woke mega banks that are trying to force these corporations to go woke, uh, either through voting uh, by proxy, their shareholders uh, or their um, uh, the people whose money they're managing voting their shares. Uh, Larry Fink and, and BlackRock got a nasty letter last year from, uh, I think it was maybe 19 state attorneys general. And again, I spoke with some of them. They said, we're going to investigate this and we're going to hold these companies accountable for uh, any collusion, any anti-competitive behavior, any violations of their fiduciary responsibilities to shareholders. These aren't only federal laws. These are also state laws. And so when you have state government saying, look, you cannot do this, and, and they have laws on the books to back that up, uh, these companies are going to find themselves in a very, very tough situation. And all the huffing and puffing by these Democrat state attorneys general uh, is really, in my view, quite meaningless. I, I mean, read the letter. What are they going to do? <laughs> There's no violations of the law here. There's no law that says Target has to carry LGBT uh, bathing suits for babies with tuck capabilities, right? I've never seen any law like that, and they don't even claim there is a law like that. So this will be interesting to watch. It isn't. It is it remarkable to me that civil rights seem to only belong to constituencies of the left, right? Uh, it doesn't matter how many parents who pay huge amounts of property taxes for public schools that are upset about the curriculum. No, the only constituent that constituency, the, the civil unions and the, uh, the, the teachers unions and the, the government seem to care about are the teachers unions or the teachers themselves who want to promote this garbage. Apparently, parents have no civil rights. Book burning or book banning, the lie of book banning. I don't know a single Republican, maybe you do, I don't know a single Republican, single conservative who wants to ban books. What we want to do is keep bad books out of the hands of children. And now that's book banning. And this is a civil rights issue, right? Not pornographic images in children's middle schools. That's perfectly fine. But the parents who protested are the problem. Yep. Uh, and, and what we see here is a constant manipulation of language by the radical left, Duke. And uh, it's, it's very interesting that they have to use our talking points totally out of context to try to appeal to the masses, right? They say book banning. Well, we're the ones fighting the book banning. You're the ones who don't want the Bible in schools. You're the ones who don't want kids to read the Shakespeare and the great classic literature. You're the book banners. And yet they try to use this language totally out of context, totally inappropriate to suggest that we're the book banners because we don't think children need pornography. Uh, it's very, very telling. And, and I think it should be encouraging to us that when they want to try to go on the attack, they have to borrow our language. They have to appeal to our moral principles to try to get people on their side. It's going to fail. It is failing on a massive level. I mean, it, last week, you know, we were talking about the, even the middle school kids are rising up against this craziness. Uh, this is not going to end well for the people promoting it for multiple reasons. Well, we've got more evidence of this. The National Hockey League, the very first 
the professional sports league is starting to have second thoughts. Now, what's interesting about the, the NHL, it's typically more conservative than the NFL and the, in the, the uh, NBA. I would, I would speculate, Alex, that's because, that's because hockey isn't really a black athlete sport much. There aren't a lot of, there's not a lot of diversity uh, because the countries that play it most, places like Sweden where you are now or Canada, not the most Afrocentric places in the world. But nevertheless, the NHL has seemed to be a little bit more conservative about this. And a couple of years ago, they adopted all this crap, did the same thing. They were having rainbow uh, uh, uniforms and all of that stuff. Well, they've pulled back. The National Hockey League banned pride warm-up journeys, jerseys for players and all specialty jerseys. As a result, a pro-LGTBQ group is not happy. NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman said Thursday that the use of specialty warm-up journey jerseys has become a distraction. And you and I both know there are no Christian cross uh, uh, jerseys in the NHL to support Christians all across Canada. No, that doesn't happen. Uh, you've got this right here from the commissioner. I suggested that it would be appropriate for clubs not to change their jerseys and warm-ups because it's become a distraction and taking away from the fact that all of our clubs in some form or another host nights in honor of various groups or causes. And we rather would have them continue to get the appropriate attention that they deserve and not a distraction. In other words, read between the lines. The LGTBQ is the only organization for which we change our jerseys. Then if we do it for them, aren't we going to have to do it for Mom's Day or Father's Day or uh, liberate, uh, the, the Canadian Thanksgiving? Are we, what are we going to do? We, we're, we're only allowing this one small group these special favors, so it's time to level the playing field. Of course, the LGTBQ is not happy. Yeah. And, you know, the the sports madness that we have seen, the L.A. Dodgers, I think, is a really good example. You know, you mentioned the teachers unions earlier. Uh, the L.A. Dodgers did the right thing. They disinvited this anti-Catholic hate group, the uh, Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. I mean, absolutely vile, as vile as vile can be. Um, and then the teachers union, the California Teachers Association, the CTA stepped in and demanded that they be reinvited and demanded that they be honored. And they did. And um, L.A. Dodgers has now probably irreparably damaged its brand. Um, you know, the, the core constituency of these teams is families that are coming out for some family-friendly fun. And um, I don't know that they can ever recover. They're trying now, right? They're, oh, we have a Christian night too. Yeah, okay, well, good luck with that. Um, this is not going well for any of these sports teams. And, you know, I think it's kind of the theme of this whole episode. Um, the consumer backlash, the public backlash to this kind of perverted promotion uh, is going to keep escalating. And I think you know, it, it, just earlier today, I was talking about uh, even a Fox News contributor, a homosexual activist, uh, D. Roy Murdoch. Uh, he's a proud homosexual. He believes in all the, you know, the the things that homosexual so-called marriage and all these things. Even he now just he just called for a, a, a divorce from the alphabet crowd in a major piece for the Daily Caller. He said, we're all gonna get trampled if we stay connected to these weirdos that are targeting kids, to these weirdos that are trying to destroy the culture. Um, I think it's rats fleeing a sinking ship and uh, you know, I wouldn't wanna be caught in this mess either. Uh, corporations, sports teams, public schools, they better cut it out if they know what's good for them or they're gonna lose any semblance of public support. And what really matters here is constituents speaking out. Moms and dads have had a big influence because they speak out. 
customers at Target Target are having a difference. They're making a dis- difference because they speak out. And we actually have some athletes who are speaking out as well. We've seen baseball players, football players challenge this. Now we have uh, hockey player Ivan Prorov, who cited his Russian Orthodox faith for refusing to skate before a Pride Night game in January. So this, w- with more athletes stand up, they have a lot of clout. They can push this the other way. And that's going to wrap up the show. If you have any questions, comments, or want to support this show, simply visit drdukeshow.com. For all of us and for Alex Newman, who are grateful for uh, you being here every week, thank you, and we will see you next time. Mm-hmm.